on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. Well, unfortunately, too often this year it's about road crashes on the front pages and that's the same again this morning. The Irish Daily Mirror, teen pals killed on lift home from work. Also, the Irish Daily Star, just on the way home from work, teen pals killed in Donegal crash horror. A photograph from the front of the star of a wreckage of a car that Alana Harkin and Thomas Gallagher, both aged 18, were killed in at Glenealy in Donegal early yesterday and of course not the only incidents. We've had four people killed on our roads in the past 24 hours and uh, we're already exceeding and well exceeding the total number of deaths all last year on our roads and it's only the 7th of November. Um, So that's the front of those two papers. The Irish Daily Mail goes to the situation with Emily Hand in Gaza. I beg you on bended knee, let Emily go. Emily Hand's father has issued a heartbreaking plea to Hamas for her safe return, saying, I beg you on bended knees to please release the children. Dubliner Tom Hand believed that Emily had been killed in a terrorist attack on October 7th, only to be told later by Israeli intelligence they understand She is being held hostage instead. That's also the front of the Irish son. We just want her back. A desperate Irish dad is begging Hamas terrorists to return his daughter. Uh, And they go with the same line. I beg you to release her. I just want my little girl back. The Irish Times, extraordinary photograph on the front page from the Curra in Kildare, the military graveyard there with the northern lights on display. It's a gorgeous photograph from local photographer Mark Maguire, who stood near the camera in the graveyard wearing a head torch to light the headstones in front of the arch. And then his mother lit the back of the archway with the headlamps of her car. And all of that resulted in an incredible photograph, which you'll see on the front of the Irish Times today. I'm so jealous of everyone who got to witness the Northern Lights the other night. Didn't see it in Nace, but I know right around the country, People witnessed it. Uh, On the front of the Irish Times, they're looking at Dublin Port and we are told that the government is being warned that Dublin Port risks running out of capacity within the next 15 years and this is going to stir coalition tensions over Eamon Ryan's push to use some of the lands at the port for housing and a nature reserve. The warning comes amid deepening anxiety about planning curbs on the expansion of Dublin Airport. So now what they're saying in the Irish Times is questions are being raised about the capacity of the airport and the port, the state's main shipping and aviation hubs. Big story coming from across the water. It's on the uh, Daily Telegraph and the Times of London today. Uh, And it'll certainly be of interest to women because a daily pill, this is the Telegraph now, a daily pill that halves the risk of breast cancer is going to be rolled out on the NHS. And what they're promising women is that they will be able to live in freedom from fear. 300,000 women will be offered the medication uh, under plans to routinely prescribe drugs to prevent cancer. And what they're they're kind of saying it's similar to is the little tablets that people take for heart disease. This is going to be the same now for cancer. And it's uh, prevention rather than treatment. And the head of the NHS says that the first-of-its-kind programme heralds a new era for cancer prevention. Writing in the Daily Telegraph, she says that the pills will follow statins in having a transformative impact saving lives. So we'll see if this can be rolled out here in Ireland, but it is very, very impressive. And one of the most impressive things, unfortunately, it all comes down to money. The pill costs just four pence a day. So it's not very, very expensive to roll out 
per, per woman uh, and it could save thousands of lives across the water. So I assume pressure will be put on authorities here to also approve this rollout as well. Now, inside the papers in the Irish Independent, we're getting a big report from the Dáil Justice Committee on Thursday into alcohol in Ireland and uh, overhauling our licensing laws. But ahead of that, we're told this morning that the committee is going to recommend that the government brings in a levy for the alcohol industry for the harm caused by drinking. It's estimated that the harm caused by drink costs the state 3.7 billion euro a year. And what the committee is saying is that we should bring in a levy so that the alcohol industry can pay for some of the harm caused by alcohol. And also they want a special authority to be set up to deal with reducing the negative impacts of alcohol on society. So we can expect a lot of debate about this, about alcohol and our licensing laws when this report is published on Thursday. A couple of medical reports in the papers today, both from the Times of London. If you want to look six years younger, you should follow eight healthy habits. Uh, And this is new research being brought forward called Life's Essential Eight by the American Heart Association. So if you follow these eight healthy habits, you can give yourself the body of someone six years younger. The habits are kind of obvious now in fairness. Healthy eating, don't smoke, do exercise, get a good night's sleep, manage your weight and keep your cholesterol, blood pressure and blood sugar levels in check. So that's a big story there. Uh, Also, uh, they're looking at how doctors treat patients who are overweight and they shouldn't use the word fat and obese people lose more weight if doctors are optimistic and positive when referring them for treatment. A trial has found that patients lost, lost half a stone more if their doctor framed a 12-week weight loss programme as good news and an opportunity. So apparently all about the language you use uh, rather than sort of saying you really need to lose weight now, you're fat or whatever. That's in the Times of London as well. A couple of final stories for you. One is in the mail and it's about Barbara Streisand is how you say her name. She's giving out again. She always does this. She's always giving out about how people pronounce her surname. Uh, She says that she's still annoyed at the way people pronounce her surname. And uh, she did say this before, but she has an autobiography out now. So she's mentioning it again in the mail that she had to call the chief executive of Apple to complain that Siri had mispronounced her name. So Barbara contacted Tim Cook over Apple's Siri and how it pronounced her name. So officially it is Streisand, but a load of people say Streisand uh, with a Z or Strisand and all these different ways of saying it. Anyway, she says, my name isn't spelt with a Z. It's Streisand, like sand on the beach. How simple can you get? So she had to call the head of Apple to explain this. Uh, And she also says that she hasn't had much fun in her life. She wants to have more fun as well. So there's lots of extracts of her book in the papers today uh, for Barbara Streisand's autobiography. Final story comes from The Sun and it's about nicknames. And the biggest nicknames or the most popular nicknames in Ireland are Big Man, Ginge and Spud. They're the three nicknames we give our friends, according to a survey. Also, Shorty and Wee Man are in the top 10. And 39% of adults say they have a nickname. And 42% of those polled only give one to people that they love. Other nicknames are Rocky, from obviously the films. And we seem to like animal nicknames, according to this survey from Lily O'Brien's, because Chicken, Foxy, Spider, Donkey and Turtle are also in the top 40 
in terms of nicknames we give to the special people in our lives. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.